Hey guys, I'm back with another Woodland announcement episode. Really looking forward to getting into this one. But firstly, quick thanks to Todd Racing who have come on board and helped out the podcast massively. So if you're into harness racing, go give Todd Racing a follow on Facebook and Twitter. That'd be a very laddish move by you. Also, you know it, straight face razors. 50% off people, 50% off for four sharp five blade heads delivered to your door. That's living. And if you're keen, head over to waterlad.com and click the straight face logo. It'll take you there with the discount all ready to go. Also, thanks to anyone who has bought some lad merch, some coffee, some pure sport CBD, or one of the special waterlad leg jerseys. If you've done any of those, you are an absolute lad and it is very much appreciated. Anyway, I have a great guest on for you today, so let's get to it. It's announcement time again. This one has been kind of leaked already, but it has been awesome to have players want to come on and talk about their decision in full detail so that you guys out there, you can understand the full situation, the full decision that these guys go through. Um, and today's guest, man, he is the ultimate lad, one of the greats. He's already been on the <laughs> podcast before and shared his unreal journey. So if you haven't heard that already, make sure you go back and give that a listen. But now... He's here to talk about his future. Straight after winning the Super Rugby Trans Tasman, it is the great Oteddy Black. Welcome, Oatsy. Jimmy Marv, thank you very much once again. Um, absolutely honour and privilege to be back on here, bro. Thank you. Mate, I love your work. Let's get to it straight away. The final, how was that? It looked intense. Yeah, it was. Um, it was pretty nerve-wracking for a little bit there. The Highlanders really um, gave it to us, I thought. They played bloody well, especially in that second half. So it was pretty. Um, it was a pretty cool moment, I guess, as a Blues player and fans, and for everyone that's been sort of riding the highs and the lows over the last few years. So yeah. it was good to finally, finally win something, I guess. Yeah. How's the head? The head's not too bad at the moment. Um, it's been a couple of days, so um, obviously Saturday was pretty massive. <laughs> I've never been in a changing room so full. I couldn't even move around. Um, I could barely go from my locker to the toilet. True. Um, and then after that, it was pretty much all go. Sunday, we had a big big doozy with the boys um, at one of the club rooms. And then a couple of the boys carried on. Obviously, the famous Finlay Christie footage <laughs> at the bar. And then, finding, and then making the All Blacks was pretty iconic as well. So, so it was good, a big eh? couple of days for the boys. Who was MVP? Oh... To be honest, it was you, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) It definitely wasn't me. Oh, to be honest, it'll probably hit. He's real undercover, and you won't expect that, but he's hilarious. Amani Narawa. Oh, really? PGN Flyer. Oh, true. He is so funny, man. He is. Oh, he had me in fits all day Sunday. He's so good. So he was was probably my favorite. Oh, good stuff. And on the field, obviously, you came up with a pretty clutch moment with the cross kick. How good was that? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. Obviously, I would have loved to get another one and just stay with Nariki there, but yeah, I didn't true. give it. I didn't. I didn't squat enough, so <laughs> <laughs> I could barely kick a ball. But um, yeah, it was good. Obviously, um, big moments, and you kick the ball to Matsuli, and he could pretty much do anything. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. But um, yeah, just the whole night was awesome, bro. I think it was. It went pretty quick, but I can remember it pretty vividly. So it was, it was pretty cool. 
And you've obviously been teaching Harry Plummer a few things with the nudges, couple of big clutch runs. Wow. That was honestly one of the oh, – it couldn't have happened so better, Blake. Honestly, the amount of, you know, stuff he gets and to step up at those two kicks was, was awesome to see. And he's a really nice guy. Yeah. I was just so happy for him and his family. Oh, that's awesome. Awesome to hear. What about the tackle on you, <coughs> Ash Dixon? Did you think it was a red? <laughs> well, to be honest, I thought it was pretty bad, but, yeah, you know, <laughs> everyone's got their own opinions. And Ash would never even try and, you know, do it. To hurt me, he's a really he's a nice grub. guy. We've been joking, <laughs> uh, we've been joking around about it all, all day here today because the Landers boys just got him today. So yeah, me, uh, there's been a few jokes going around the camp around Ash. Um, don't know how he's playing this week after that. <laughs> nah, it's all good. I pulled up alright and managed to get back out there, so it was all good. Yeah, how was the HIA? The HIAs are tough these days, eh? Yeah, like. They're, they're even harder without being cussed. <laughs> so I was actually quite surprised at how I passed it. Um, but they've got they've got the new one where you put the, these glasses on. You got to follow all these. Oh really? All these like dots that you follow. Yeah. So I had to do that plus the old one. You know, they remember the the names and all of those things. So there was once I passed that, I just had to get through the last one. But it just takes ages, man. But yeah, we got there in the end. Got there in the end. You got the win. <laughs> And the All Black squad, mate. Any surprises in there for you? Um, no, nah, not really. I was so happy for Finn. Yeah, um, awesome. Mate. You know, he's been playing well, man. He's a he's a lad. Yeah, <laughs> he's one of the great lads. So um, he had a pretty bad run early in the year with injuries. So it was awesome to see him in there. Um, it's a good group of boys from the Blues. Um, they got the call up. So um, yeah, there wasn't much surprises, I guess, but. Mm. Yeah, I was happy for, for my little ginger, mate. Oh, the red, one of the greats, isn't he? Well, anyway, let's anyway let's get to this decision. I know you had a few offers on the table, so um, where is OTD Black going to be playing next season? <clears throat> yeah, well, obviously I'm off to Japan. Um, I'm there for two years. Um, and it was one of those things, or was just a, really a timing thing for me, obviously. Um, at the Blues, they've got Bodie coming back. Uh, they've got Harry there, they've got Stevie there. So, you know, there was really no, well, I would have loved to stay, like, but in terms of playing-wise, I think it would have been a little bit harder to get consistent minutes like I've had over the last sort of two seasons. So I sort of weighed that up and I was like, well, if I'm staying in New Zealand, I probably won't be at the Blues, uh, realistically. So I sort of told my agent, well, you know, is there anything offshore that I could it could be interesting and yeah obviously there was a club in japan that was quite keen and there was another club as well um over in france at the time um and also the, there was another couple of clubs in japan but finally made my decision probably at the start of the trans tasman competition so yeah. it was quite late um just because there was a few things going around and i tested a few waters in new zealand but no one wanted me so i was like well it must be a sign for me to go so that was it. True, really. No, <laughs> no one wanted you. That's got to be a yeah. Well, well, everyone's pretty much full. So um, I sort of asked around and asked my agent, well, is there really any spots in New Zealand? Because I feel like maybe I've got a little bit more to offer before going overseas, but everyone's pretty much full up. So right. I was like, well, it's pretty much time to go. So, And I've got a young family now to look after Jimmy as, as we do. So yeah. Um, they sort of made the decision a little bit easier, yeah. Yeah, I remember you saying on the last time you were on the podcast <clears throat> that you were looking to probably go overseas the next time you came off contract. So that has yeah. sort of eventuated. But 
it's interesting to hear that you feel like you might have a little bit more to offer. I mean, you're still really young. You're playing some of the best footy you ever have played. Um, you must have been in the frame for the recent All Black squad. I don't know if you got any feedback from anyone there or anything. Yeah, to be fair, Jerry, like, I think, you know, I had my one-on-one with the Blues and um, probably the last, I guess, six or so weeks, I've probably been playing my best footy and I've started to feel a lot more confident um, in my own game and sort of running a team, yeah. I guess, as a 10. And, um, and But by then, I've already made my decision to leave. So mm-hmm. I think that was probably something that had a little bit of weight off my shoulders. You know, I didn't have any pressure. I didn't have anything to worry about in the future. I knew, you know, I'm just going to try and make the most of this next couple of weeks and try and win a title with the boys while I'm here. So that probably played a little bit into it. Yeah. Um, so I guess, in a way, it was probably... A good thing of me going because it made me just you know sort of relax a little bit more and yeah. play some footy and in terms of that the, the high honors I, I have i had no um conversations with, with any of that stuff so now nah, oh really nothing true yeah that's interesting i find that's one area that new zealand rugby could do a lot better is give people a little bit more comms into where they sit because i feel <laughs> like you start losing guys like you i mean it probably could have just taken a conversation to say that where mm. you are in the picking order to maybe give you a little bit more confidence to stay <clears throat> but um i mean that's the way they're doing things at the moment so i mean we're just going to end up losing more quality players in new zealand mm. than we probably should but um what club what club are you going to in japan yeah so i'm off to um ntt shining arcs wow. which is um, from what I've heard, I heard it's a pretty nice setup. So I've been in contact with them for, for a wee while now and they finally got over the line. So yeah, I'll be going there for two years. Um, my first year, I've actually, I've actually got a pretty good deal in terms of timing, so I don't go till November. Oh, sweet. So, yeah, so I'll be around for Mitre 10 Cup um, with the steamers and then I'll shoot off straight after that. So oh, cool. I've got a pretty sweet gig and come back, I think it's around May, and get a couple of months off like, the rest of the boys are at the moment that have <laughs> just gotten back from Japan. So those boys are living the dream. Oh, 100%. Oh, that's, I think that's going to be good to see you play another Bunnings Cup or whatever it is this year. Yeah. So I think uh, they have plenty have Tasman first round. So hopefully you're still resting. Yeah. That week. Yeah. So uh, actually, well, well, I'm getting surgery on my knee oh, um, yeah. uh, after this campaign. So the following Tuesday, after the last Maldives game, I'll be, I'm getting a knee surgery on my 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 old my ACL injury, so I've had a good little scar tissue in there that needs to get tidied up. So I'll have that done, and I'll probably miss the first couple of rounds of Mitre Ten. So oh, perfect. Hopefully, I'll be good to go halfway through and finish on another high. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be good stuff. So who's who's the coach at um, Shining Arcs now? Well, I think they're just going through that process at the moment. Oh, yeah. um, from what I've heard, we have a few zooms with them that I've had a big clean out. I've had about. Uh, 15 or so players that have left and they're looking at signing a few more guys but um, probably the most notable guy there is Laidlaw the, the Scottish halfback oh yeah um, so he's there um, and Jimmy Tupo's there he, oh, we played together at the Blues um, but there's not a lot of foreigners but I think we're next to was it Kubota yeah the Kubota team so I think they're pretty much right next door to each other so there's a lot of foreigners in that team and apparently they do a lot of barbecues and things like that so that'll be pretty cool and we're close to disneyland 
Oh, apparently so. You'll be there every weekend. Hey? They, they keep they keep telling me that in the Zoom block. <laughs> really close to Disneyland. Yeah, geez, mate, I've got that. <laughs> and then the funniest thing point. was to me, I was looking to Adrian and he was like, oh, yeah, um, they're actually playing on Sky this weekend. So if you want to watch them play, you can watch them. I was like, oh, yeah, might as well watch them. And they played Baz's team. Oh, true. <laughs> Baz has seen put 90 points on them, and I was going, geez, what have I got myself into? <laughs> But then I was just thinking, oh, Disneyland, surely Disneyland. <laughs> Might be getting smoked, but, um, but you'll get to celebrate in Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that was a bit of a laugh, but no, nah, I don't, don't regret anything. It's got to be an awesome opportunity. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, mate, you'll love it. And is the family excited? Yeah, so it's a, it's a bit niggly at the moment, obviously, with COVID and that. Yeah. Um, so the first part of it, I'll be going by myself oh, yeah. Yeah, in November, so I'll, I'll have... I'll be there by myself and hopefully I can set things up for them so eventually they can come over in the new year. So I think the good thing about it is the way the season works over there is quite good. The way that works for families from what I've heard. So for them to come over and hopefully January, you know, we'll be back in New Zealand in May. So we won't be too, won't be away from our families for, for too long. And that was probably one of the hardest things for me and making my decision was, um, you know, my, our daughter being away from, her cousins and her grandparents yeah. and things like that. So that was always something that went in, the, in my mind as well. Yeah, 100%. And I remember in your last episode, you talked about how important family was. And is that pretty much why you went with Japan over looking at going over to Europe? Yeah, 100%. Definitely. I think that was probably the, the easiest, I guess, part of my decision was one flight away. We're not on the other side of the world. And if our families can come over and hopefully with all the COVID and things like that, you know, we can host them and we can take them to Disneyland <laughs> and things like that. <laughs> but yeah, that was definitely a big part of it was being a, a bit closer to home, um, not being so far away like over in Europe. So yeah, that was a big part of it. How many times do you reckon you'll go to Disneyland, honestly? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it'll look a bit weird if I go by myself. But, <laughs> but once, once the family comes over, I'm sure we'll be over there quite a bit, but Apparently the the area where we are is really good. So um, I've heard really good things about the facilities um, and the apartments that they put the players in and the area that we live in. So that makes things a lot easier. And I think we're only about a 20-minute train ride to the airport. So, you know, just little things like that Mm. just makes makes me feel at ease a little bit, yeah. You've done your research. It's good. And how's your Japanese? Well, apparently... Well, obviously, because I can speak Māori, apparently it's, it's quite easy to pick up. But um, I'm trying to get a few lessons in before I go, yeah. um, my partner and I. So hopefully uh, we can get a couple of those done. And we've got a few things to sort out, like visas and that. But, um, yeah, I guess hopefully I can pick it up. It's a, it'll be interesting to see in terms of, I think, from what I've heard, the rugby side of it. Yeah. Um, and you'll probably know I heard it, it can be quite tough. Yeah. Unless you get obviously a foreign coach, that'll be handy. But um, yeah, at the moment, I'm not sure who the coaching staff would be, but hopefully they get a Kiwi or, or <laughs> foreigner in there. That'll, be, that'll make things a little bit easier. Oh, definitely will. <laughs> <laughs> but have you spoken to someone like Greg Laidlaw or something and established a relationship there? No, I'm not sure. I haven't, I haven't personally, but uh, I've just been talking to a lot of the guys that are there at other clubs and. Yeah. I've had good catch-ups with um, Matt Duffy last week. We had good coffees and I've caught up with Baz. Um, Baz has been in training with us the last few weeks. So 
I've had a few good chats with a few other boys that have been over there and are going back. So they seem to um, have good things to say about not only the country, but, you know, the club that they're at. So it's it's been pretty positive. Oh, mate, I think you'll absolutely love it. And so have you got any plans following that two-year period? Have you got any idea? Would you Is the idea to move back to New Zealand or would you look to stay over there a little bit more long-term? Yeah, look, to be honest, I, I don't really know, Jimmy. It's yep. sort of just been one of those things I've sort of just taken as it comes and now I'm 26 years old and by the time I'm done there, I'll be 28 and I'll sort of see where I am over there and see what's happening back in New Zealand or whatever. I'm just going to go with the flow. And um, my initial plan is, you know, when my family starts to grow a little bit older, I don't want to be playing too long and moving them around too much. I want to, I want them to settle down with our family and um, somewhere back home in the Bay will be nice. But, yeah, but in the meantime, we'll just try and make the most of all the opportunities over the next probably two or three years and then go from there. Yeah, mate, you're still so young, eh? Only, what'd you say, 26? Hell. Yeah, I, oh man, I don't feel so young. <laughs> Honestly, there's these kids coming into training and they're like 19, 20 year old, and they're, oh, freaks. And I'm like, wow. That was you one day. It, I remember. That was I, not me. <laughs> I remember you coming, that was you. <laughs> Oh. Was was league ever an option? Because I know you're a massive league fan. To be honest, like I, I didn't think of it at all. But yeah. if there was ever an opportunity out there to play in the NRL, I would love to because I don't I don't know if I'd be any good at it. Yeah. But I just love it. I just love it. I watch pretty much every game. Um, I follow pretty much every player online, <laughs> <laughs> as you know. But um. I don't know. I've never played league in my life, but it's yeah. my favourite sport. So, <laughs> it's great, right? um, by the time I'm 28, I don't know if any NRL clubs will be interested in this whole thing. <laughs> but you and <laughs> like you and Munster are pretty good mates, eh? Like, surely he can hook you up with a contract at the store. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. They'll probably look at me sideways, be like, "Who's this clown?" But yeah, that was pretty cool, bro. Actually, I got his jersey. Um, well, funny story actually. There was this one time we were drinking, and Matt Duffy was FaceTiming him because obviously Duff was at the storm. Yeah, and I sort of like jumped in in the camera, like in the shot, and I was like, "Oh, like big fan," <laughs> and um, <laughs> and he's he's a big fan of the Blues, bro. He Is loves he? the Blues. Oh, true. Like that's his team. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I was like, "Oh shit, how good!" And then we sort of kept like sort of reacted to a few stories over the the years, and then. Yeah. I messaged them. I was like, oh, might as well shoot my shot while I can. So I messaged them on Instagram to ask if um, he'd want a Blues jersey. Yeah. Because we were playing in Melbourne and he was like, oh, yeah, bro, I'll give you a store one. And then we met up at Swap Jerseys. So oh, that was pretty cool. Oh, that's hissing, eh? Yeah. So you've got a Munster yeah. jersey. Yeah. And I've, I've got the Anzac one that they played the Warriors. In. Oh, one of the greats. Yeah. So I was like, oh, man, I was so happy. I, I could have stopped smiling for about two weeks i reckon true and what jersey did you give yeah. him a blues the championship one i just gave him a <laughs> i just gave him a blues um playing jersey oh yeah yeah one of my blues planes i know i was like oh yeah here you go bro thank you that's hissing. so that's one of the great moments here any any other league contacts you've got over there um no not really um I was, I was pretty hard watching my Maroons get spanked the other week. <laughs> I'm a massive um, Maroons fan and that hurt. Yeah. So hopefully the boys can get the job done. But man, their New South Wales team was pretty sharp. Mm. Pretty sharp. So yeah, I'm still back in Queensland, but 
I have to I have to pull him there. Reese Walsh goes good. Yeah. What do you, how do you reckon he's going to go yeah. Origin? Well, I don't know. Mate. It's a it's a big arena, but he seems like someone that can step up in the big moments. So he's freakish. Eh? He's a good looking man too. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> he's a good looking man. So hopefully he goes good. Yeah. Is he, is he 18? Oh, 18, bro. That's crazy. He's 18. Eh? Crazy. Next level. What was I doing? What were you doing when you were 18, Jermaine? Oh, probably at the skate park. <laughs> doing hissing kickflips. <laughs> With a few darts on the side. <laughs> oh, how good. I was actually probably punting. The fucking... Yeah, you <laughs> probably were. Tab. You're probably sitting on the back of a horse. <laughs> Riding <Yeah>. home winners. <laughs> What about oh, you? Yeah, where were you in your eighteen? You'd already made the games, hadn't you? No, nah, I wasn't eight. I was not, I was the year after. But that was good times. That was good times. Mm. Learning off one of the greats, Jimmy Ma. <laughs> you you probably won me when I said championship the other night. Just all your advice you gave me over the years. <laughs> I'll take a little bit of that. The cross kick. Yeah, it should be. How to the get smoked by Deco, fall into the tackles. Oh wow. <laughs> Oh, that was good That's stuff. That's probably what I taught you. Yeah. But mate, you're with the Maldives at the moment. Yeah, no, it's exciting, bro. I really enjoy playing for this team, and it's um, a team that you know a lot of people, well, especially young Maldi boys, mm. aspire to, to to play for this jerseys. And it's probably it'll probably be my last time, so yeah, I'm just going to try and make the most of every opportunity. And um, against Samoa, it's pretty cool too because our coaches at the Blues are coaches for Samoa, so that'd be interesting. Oh, true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Tana and um, Tana and Tom Commentary are there, oh, so yeah. that'll be that'll be quite good. Tasman coach Andrew Goodman's doing it too. So. Oh yes, he is yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. So, that's, so it'll yeah, be it'll be good. it'll be tough. Yeah, yeah be it'll be good. And who's your who's the other ten? Well, there's myself, Joshua, and Caleb Trask. So, oh, yeah. um, some options. It's pretty much us three, sort of running, running around, running the cutter. But yeah, we got two games, so hopefully we all get a pretty decent run around. Mm. Um, and next week's game's at Mount Smart. Oh, is it? Oh, 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 Warriors. I oh, hope oh. you start that one. Run out in your Jeez. monster top. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be running out there just trying to do grubbers or the whole game grubbers today. <laughs> looking for repeat sets. <laughs> I'll be playing the board instead of sitting rough. <laughs> oh, that's uh, gonna be good stuff. Oh, yeah, good and, I, and I think that one's before the All Blacks, so it'll be quite a quite a big occasion. Oh man! And you'll be leaving the hacker. Like you, 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 and the Maldives hacker is one of the great sites. Have you guys done your rehearsals <laughs> or anything? Is it the same every year? Same um, hacker every year, or does yeah. it get changed? Nah, it's the same every year. Yeah. Um, we had a little run through before, so oh, yeah. just to make sure everyone's up to speed. But most of the boys, I think we've only got maybe one or two new caps, so we should be all good this time around. There shouldn't be too much um, <laughs> boys standing on the on the wing at the back, so it should be all right. <laughs> oh, that's exciting times, mate. Well, as always, we've gone to our Instagram for some questions. Uh, we've got a few coming through. First question was, All Black number 10, who are you picking? At the moment, oh, he, Richie Monga, bro, he's he's on another level at the moment. I think not only in New Zealand but in the world. Yeah, um, yeah. I think Richie. I think Richie deserves the number ten jersey. Yeah, and he's proven, man. He's he's someone that I just really love watch, watching play. He just jams, bro. He's mm. just a freak. Yeah, and he's also just like his kicking game's gone to another level. Everything he does is just 
but I'm sure Baz will be there or thereabouts, or he'll either be at the back. He'll be there somewhere. So yeah. But I think um I think Richie will be will be number ten. Fair enough. Hard to argue because man, he has been in some form. Eh? He's, yeah, he's so... put on he's put on a few clinics against me, so I, <laughs> he's got my vote. <laughs> yeah. Well, he worked his way into the Woodland League side, uh, and he oh, he yeah. will be running the. He would be good side. at league. He would be. Eh? I reckon he would be. Cash. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Him and you. Imagine him at seven. You at six. Oh. <laughs> what a wow. Team. wow. Like Luai and Cleary. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> okay, next question. Would you rather win Super Rugby Trans Tasman or Super Rugby Aotearoa? Interesting one. Hmm. That's just a tough question, eh? Yeah. I think um, it would have been nice to win the Aotearoa one just to get that, you know, because it's, it's such a tough competition. But yeah. Not taking anything away from Trans Tasman, but I think the Trans Tasman one was was good. The way we looked at it was you never really get a second chance at a competition. So I think Raggy and the management did a really good job around trying to make the most of every opportunity. And it came down right to the last round. Like yeah. even the Trans Tasman, although you know the Aussies and the, the difference between us and the Aussies was a little bit different, but there were still three new four or five New Zealand teams still you know, available for the final for whatever reason. So it was still pretty tough and it was pretty crazy. But I think for for us, it was a pretty massive, massive moment for the club's history, especially for after being, you know, so long, yeah. 18 years, I think it was. And to do it at home was pretty cool as well. Mm. Before that comp, did you guys talk about how important bonus points were going to be? Had you, had you spoken that... In the, in the sense that not many Kiwi teams were going to lose in this competition, so we needed to pick up all the bonus points. Yeah, it was funny, yeah. Like, it was sort of something like, at the start, no, nah, not at all. We didn't yeah. think of it. We just thought if you win five games, you're in pretty yeah. much. Yeah. That's the way we looked at it. But yeah. all the New Zealand teams won five more, <laughs> pretty much winning all their games. So I was like, well, I think by about round three or four, um, everyone had to win by bonus points. And luckily for us, we got into the final round and we just needed to win um, mm. to get a home final. So, but we didn't think of it like at the time. It was yeah. just one of those things where it's just like, we just got to win, you know, this game this week and next week we got this. But we had a pretty tough, we had the Brumbies and the Reds back to back and the Reds over there. So that, that, that two weeks was the winning and losing of the competition. And then once we got that home final, it was just, Awesome. Oh, the crowd got you home. What an occasion. Yeah, what an occasion. Okay, next question. What are you least looking forward to about Japan? Oh, I think just being away will be the hardest thing mm. for me, um, especially being away from my daughter and my partner for the first part. I think that's going to be pretty hard because I'll be staying by myself in an apartment. So oh, um, look out. That, that'll be tough. Yeah, <laughs> so that'll be quite tough um, for a number of reasons. But yeah. Um, yeah, I think that'll be the biggest one is is missing my family and and probably missing the boys as well, you know, especially after the year we've had, it'll be a little bit of a, a different change for me in terms mm. of going to a different team in a different country. It's going to be pretty tough. Mm. I was pretty comfortable in Auckland. So, yeah, I think family, my family will be the, the biggest one, yeah, for sure. Good stuff. Okay, this one, this is an interesting one. Would you be comfortable being the starting 10 for the All Blacks first round? Uh, well, I'd have to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, would, yeah. you be would you be, yeah, I, I guess so. it's confident. Would you be 
Would you be confident starting being the starting team yeah. for the All Blacks? Oh, I'd love to. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think at the obviously it, it has a quite worked out. But yeah, I think I'll I'll definitely back myself to to give it a crack. But um. There's some pretty handy tens in there at the moment, like we just talked about. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, hundred, of course, one of the greats. Okay, best piece of advice you've ever received. Best advice I've ever received. I don't know, man. There's so many. Um, I don't know. I guess the old-fashioned with Carter's is one of those things. But I think for me, I, I want to say it's an advice. But the older I've gotten, is like an appreciation type thing, mm. you know, like I sort of, I've met some people over my life that, you know, don't quite have the privilege of what we have and guys that the game gets taken away from them just like that. So I would say it's, a, I wouldn't know if it's an advice or anything, but just being grateful for what I have really. Mm. Um, now here I am, I'm in the Māori All Blacks camp representing my people, representing my culture and, you know, that's, that's just me. I'm just, I'm just grateful for any opportunity I get given. So I don't know if that's an advice for anyone. Hey, but that, that's the I'm best just... one ever. I love that. <laughs> Being grateful. Yeah. So underrated, eh? So easy to take your life and everything for granted. But, mate, be grateful for everything you've got. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and it's sort of something I've – I think it's sort of something I've sort of taken on once I knew I was leaving because I, I sort of knew, well, maybe, maybe this will be my last time playing in New Zealand. Mm. So – Unless I'll be forty-five year old playing club rugby <laughs> somewhere, <laughs> and you don't want to see that. So I think once I sort of found out, once I knew myself that yeah, I'm going to be done in New Zealand from then on, and I sort of took it for granted before that. I think, especially being a little bit younger, I probably didn't appreciate or I wasn't as grateful as I probably should have been. So once I knew I was leaving, I, everything, man, every moment counted, and um, yeah. Oh, I love that. One of the greats. <laughs> Oatsy, mate, you are an absolute lad. Really appreciate you coming on. Uh, thanks for reaching out and being willing to come on and do the announcement this way. I'm hoping more guys are willing to come on and do it like this. I feel mm. like it's the best way to share what's on your mind around your decision, what was going through your mind, the fact that Noel Black coach had spoken to you, things like that, things that you wouldn't expect. Well, from the outside, I feel like everyone would have thought you would have had that sort of feedback. Little things like that. Mate, really appreciate you coming yeah. on and giving up your time, sharing the best advice we've ever had on the podcast. Wish you all the best for the <laughs> Maldives. And when you return for Bay Plenty, hopefully not too well, but hopefully we see you on the final. But you're an absolute man. Yeah. Appreciate you coming on the podcast, mate. Thank you, Jeb. I appreciate it, bro. Thank you.